Chapter Twelve of the Great Pearl Secret. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Elaine Conway, England. The Great Pearl Secret by Charles Norris Williamson. Chapter Twelve: The Whisperer Stuff. my goodness gracious gasped natalie landes billy wake up have you seen the whisperer stuff billy woke up it was just after dinner early yet to begin the real evening at the grumblers known to some outsiders as the plunderers club and landes had been killing time with a nap whisperer stuff he repeated in a dazed almost startled way and when billy looked startled he was not at his best some years ago he had been considered handsome a big athletic fellow with wavy auburn hair brushed back from a low forehead reddish bronze skin and big black eyes like those of his sister lady west but the auburn hair had faded and thinned growing far back on the forehead which had now become unnaturally high he was less athletic than he had been because his principal exercise was taken indoors these days and consisted of bridge and poker poker and bridge varied by roulette his splendid muscular development was slowly degenerating getting into fat and his large face was all red without the bronze his eyes too had changed and though still big had a goggling prominence that was not attractive this was why he did not when startled look his best the eyes goggled his wife said to herself like a pollywogs and aloud she said to him don't pretend not to know what i mean by whisperer stuff i was asleep landes excused himself mildly you don't need to tell me that by word of mouth natalie shrugged you've been advertising the fact through another organ besides you never can keep awake fifteen minutes after dinner if we're alone together not that it matters what i asked was have you seen the whisperer stuff in this week's inner circle no returned landes don't you know i never read the rag I've told you so pretty often everybody tells everybody else that they never read it yet i suppose it sells hundreds of thousand a week my copy's just come in jane brought it and you didn't hear her because you were snoring i thought you might have seen it at the club before you left and not said anything so as to make me speak first why has the viper got in a dig against us vipers don't dig no thanks to heaven or the other thing there's nothing on us but it's all about someone you're just as much interested in more interested than you are in me anyhow juliet claremanagh oh billy sat up straight in his chair though he did not seem to be as intensely excited as his wife had thought he would be does the pig mention her by name the pig does not 
he might as well though for everybody will know who's meant by jove i wouldn't be juliet tonight i believe you grunted landes but he did not believe her he seldom did and in this instance not at all because he was sure he would give her eyes to be juliet just as sure as that he would give his to be juliet's husband what's the racket this time i'll read you the stuff aloud to you said his wife and began let's whisper that a certain foreign gentleman of title who one of the prettiest and richest young wives in new york is much to be sympathised with because he has got a bad cold but he is to be congratulated on the marvellous medicine with which he is able to combat his ailment let's whisper again this medicine is worth its weight in gold only millionaires can afford to take it at home and alone as louis of bavaria used to take wagner's operas we know he was alone because the pretty rich young wife was out full up with engagement for the whole afternoon and we know he is a millionaire oh we know it in such a simple way it's because his wife is a millionairess see the whisperer thought she would and now for the medicine that needs another whisper Shh. we spell it with a capital m because it has been a royal medicine since salome the daughter of herodias administered to king herod dancing is a fine art and its greatest exponent at present in our city is fair enough to cure any king to say nothing of the lesser nobility even if she did not dance for him but of course the whisperer is sure she did dance because with what other motive should she pay a call of consolation upon a nobleman with a cold when his wife was not at home to nurse him can you think of any let's whisper that blade is very becoming to tall slender ladies with white skin and copper hair even when they wear thick veils nothing suits them better unless it's pale blue and blue pearls but ladies with golden hair have now taken to appearing in blue pearls ropes of them the whisperer supposes they are real why certainly could they be otherwise yet on the other hand are there two such ropes in the world we shall see we may see any day now and the whisperer hopes and prays that if we do see there won't be trouble but the ladies are so charming pearls are so compromising and the gentleman is so popular let's whisper what a game of consequences there mrs landais finished with a gasp what do you think of that can you beat it her husband answered with a question i can't said natalie but i guess the duke will beat something or someone you'll have to you mean the whisperer hm. before you cook your hair you've got to catch him a whole lot of men have tried to catch that one but the inner circle still circulates natalie brooded for a moment when she was a girl in a set that was conspicuous though not first-rate the whisperer had whispered several nasty things about her 
he she or it had said that she had come from peoria or somewhere to new york to buy a husband and had kindly warned her that persons not rich enough to pick and choose their goods had better snap up what they could get the first day of the sale at the cheap bargain counter since she had taken that advice and snapped up billy landay's the whisperer had for some reason been silent but natalie had never forgiven or forgotten the attack on her attractions and she had always burned to have some other victim arraigned for justifiable homicide i bet clare manor will break the vicious circle she said and i bet he won't why should he bring off a stunt none of us ever brought they say there's nothing to break some husband or father goes murder mad bursts into the circle office and finds no one on the premises but a little old lady can he bash that besides why make a cap fit you by wearing it lord knows what that d d whisperer's working up to when he hints at the clare manor pearls being false but if they are the duke must have sold them himself and had a copy made two copies perhaps by george i shouldn't wonder if that's just what he did do sell i mean juliet told my sister emmy that clare manor refused the million or so she wanted to settle on him and intended to join the working classes over here he doesn't get a salary to be proud of at the fair bank i know for a fact but i've seen him playing poker at the grumblers and uh another game elsewhere last night he walks into the grumblers after the opera and i happened to see him pass a roll of yellow backs as big as my fist into a man's hand the other chap dropped the lot by accident and the noble duke stood still with his nose in the air while they were collected i saw a one thousand dollar bill with my own eyes and i have a hunch there were a heap more of the same sort who was the man natalie asked curiously i've forgotten his name billy evaded her there are a lot of new men in the club lately i know only by sight tell that to the marine she scoffed you've got some reason for keeping his name dark did any one else see clare manor pay him the money because if they did i'll be sure to find out i think everyone was pretty busy just then i wouldn't have seen if i hadn't been cutting out of a game at the moment it's nothing to me who the man was you're always so damn suspicious of anything i say natalie shrugged her shoulders a favourite gesture but not of what you do i don't care enough she retaliated and picked up the inner circle again to re-read the whisperer's stuff while she richly pictured juliet's feelings she didn't know the duchess very well but she thought that there would be ructions pavoya must have been at the house while juliet was lunching with me she told herself i shouldn't wonder if the duke had sold his pearls won't juliet be wild if she finds out the wonderful rope everyone was talking about last night it was false natalie grew so absorbed in the settling just what she would write to emmy west that she did not even speak to billy when he went out 
she was sure he was going to the plunderers and she was right nevertheless she had made one mistake about him he had told the truth in saying that he did not know the name of the man to whom claremanagh had handed a roll of notes he did however wish to know and as soon as possible but he arrived to find everyone talking of the whisperer stuff in the inner circle most of the men were defending the duke who had an extraordinary way of making himself liked without trying and this vexed landes he had a grudge against claremanagh for marrying juliet fair the only girl who had ever given him a heartache losing her and getting natalie had made him the man he was what i want to find out is who is the chap claremanagh paid about a hundred thousand dollars to last night here in this club he said a hundred thousand dollars somebody echoed how do you know i do know landes persisted provocatively and made up his mind to stick to the statement i do know and what i'd like to know also in the circumstances is how did he get the money ask the winds laughed the other easier to ask his wife do you believe she knows no not how he got the stuff but i guess she thinks she knows which is just as interesting juliet was utterly indifferent that night as to whether or not her thoughts were interesting to outsiders pat and herself filled the world for her there was no one else not even jack manners who existed for her after she had read the whisperer except lida pavoya but the polish dancer was not for juliet a fellow-being she was a lure light a mermaid a siren simone was in the habit of buying the inner circle for the duchess on the day of publication she had never been ordered to do this but her mistress in the last place she had filled in new york had expected the rag to appear in her boudoir as soon as it was on sale and simone with a certain cynical enjoyment had unobtrusively supplied the paper to juliet without being asked it was a disgrace to new york and utterly disgusting and unreliable of course and juliet scorned it as a horrid beast all the same she read it every week before flinging it on the floor or pitching it into the waste-paper basket and sometimes she was angry at its nasty digs at people she knew sometimes she chuckled one had to and a car took her home from jack manners's hotel as her car took her home from jack manners's hotel she suddenly remembered that it was in a circle day could that fiend of a whisperer have got hold of anything new about pat and pavoya juliet could not see that this was possible but there was almost sure to be some mention of the blue pearl she had worn at the opera unless the news had been too late for press she was so miserable already that she wondered at herself for feeling so small a prick in the midst of a deep and all-pervading pain yet she was conscious of an uneasiness and it remained in the back of her mind throughout the day she had not expected to see pat at luncheon and if she had seen him she would have suffered disappointment whether he were merely resentful against her for the things she had said to him or whether he were ashamed to face her because he had lied and she knew it juliet could not tell in his absence he was as vitally present as if she saw him before her eyes indeed she did see him 
with lyda pavoya it seemed certain that he must have gone to lyda if only to demand some explanation of what had happened to the pearls and it was conceivable that if he were convinced she had robbed him he might have a reaction of feeling against the woman in such a case he would perhaps return and implore his wife to forgive him as she thought this juliet hardened her heart against his charm his magnetism which she knew to be almost irresistible she would resist it it would be ridiculous to let herself be cajoled by pat's irish ways he would laugh in his sleeve if he could persuade her that he had never loved pavoya but the day wore on and he did not come home all she knew about him was that he must have spent some late part of the night in the house because simone had casually mentioned an early meeting in the hall as he went out about nine in the morning he had handed the maid a few letters which he said were for the duchess to read and attend to rather than for him that was all and though juliet did not mean to pardon him she would have given him the price of the lost pearls to be begged for her forgiveness now and then like a faint undertone in wild music returned the thought of the inner circle and at the time when it should be lying on a certain table in her boudoir juliet looked for it paper was not there she had come in from her bedroom a wrapper thrown over her nightgown where she was pretending to have a headache and had gone to bed on returning from the tarascon as an excuse for throwing over all engagements there's something horrid about pat or me in the rag she guessed instantly simone's read or heard about it and means to forget the paper it would not be pleasant to ask but after all simone was only a servant juliet rang the bell communicating with her maid's room and soon the neat figure in black presented itself and madame la duchesse has run where is that horrid inner circle the duchess inquired simone looked self-conscious she said that madame being souffrante she had forgotten to buy the paper it was of so little importance but juliet would not be put off the french woman was sent out to get the inner circle and when she had got it was told that she would be needed no more for the moment therefore claremanagh's wife was alone when she read the whisperer's insinuations strangely enough or was it strange her anger turned in a torrent flood against the man who ran the rack none was left for pat juliet burned for him to come home so that she could even if on official terms only join together in scotching this scandal she felt that she must see her husband at once but she could not send for him without being misunderstood if she were able to reach him by phoning to one of his clubs he would think that he was being called back to a scene of reconciliation because his wife was too much in love to live without him for more than a day no even though her rage was too concentrated in another direction to blaze upon pat she didn't wish him to think that he was forgiven again jack manners seemed her best hope and she phoned him at the tarascon he was out the answer came and juliet asked that the duchess of claremanagh should be called up as soon as he came in an hour later the bell of her telephone jingled jack had returned to his suite at the tarascon i thought you'd never come she complained but 
he excused himself you gave me a mission i've been doing my best to pave the way you mean you've met pavoya not yet but i shall meet her to-night she's dancing you know or why should you know an old friend of mine and hers too has arranged an introduction that's the only news i have for you so far i didn't ring you up to ask for news said his cousin though her quick brain caught at a welcome deduction if jack were to meet pavoya at a party or something it did not look as if pat had pardoned her for the pearls otherwise they would be together i want you to see pat for me juliet went on not to make it up when you find him tell him that that to begin with please but he and i must meet and talk over this horrible whisperer business i don't want a scandal anyhow that kind any more than he does tell him it's cowardly to run away and stay away like this it makes things worse tell him he must come home or bring him i can't put things to pat in that way but i'll see him if you wish answered jack where is he i don't know juliet's voice sounded disconsolate and very young even through the phone at some club i suppose do call me when you found him it was seven o'clock after three more hours of suspense juliet rushed to the phone at first sound of the bell if it were not jack or pat she should scream but it was jack i can't find claremanagh anywhere or hear of his movements since two o'clock madness said he was then at a club you probably never heard of it's called the joint all sorts of men belong actors writers lawyers sportsmen and at least one private detective pat isn't a member i should have thought of the place if a man i know the one who will introduce me to mademoiselle pavoya had mentioned seeing pat there this morning with two men that's why i went round after i tried everywhere else well he was there at five with a detective i spoke of just now and a frenchman named defagal that name will strike you he had an appointment to come back and dine with defagal who it seems came with an introduction and has been made a foreign member in fact he's staying at the club and i have been talking with him in the hope of seeing pat at eight i waited because defacal was so sure he would come but at half-past nine he hadn't turned up i phoned everywhere i can think of since and left word that i'm to be called whenever there's news no matter what time when i go out as i must do if i'm to meet this lady i shall leave my address with the tarascon people what can have happened to pat manners heard julia cry don't worry he's certain to be all right jack assured her but he wasn't quite comfortable upon that point himself and he quietly phoned all the hospitals it looked queer that Claire manor hadn't kept that engagement with defacal he had apparently been anxious to keep it if there had been an accident to a man so well known surely the news would have got into the evening papers yet there was no news anywhere of any kind since the duke had walked out of the joint at five were such a thing not too absurdly far-fetched 
jack would have asked himself if any one existed who might wish claremanagh to disappear End of chapter twelve